Hello and welcome to the Press Break Podcast. Christian and I are so excited that you're here. Our goal is to build a community of strong individuals attacking life together. If you want to be a part of that community, please be sure to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, TikTok, and make sure that if you love the episode, leave a review and share it with your friends. We're so excited to get into today's episode. We love you guys and thank you for listening. Hello and welcome to uh, to another episode of the Press Break Podcast. Um, Christian has a uh, uh, a good topic for us today that is um, that came from a video that he watched recently, a uh, a clip of Jordan Peterson. Um, so before we get started, we are going to uh, play that clip for you guys right now, so that yes, you sir. can listen to it. And uh, if you're on if you're on uh, YouTube or you're watching on Spotify, there will also be an actual video connected with it. So, um, yeah, go ahead and listen to that right now, and uh, we're going to give you our thoughts. You see this with guys very frequently. They're still deathly afraid of their father's judgment when they're in their 30s or 40s. Why? Because they still want to believe that there's someone out there that knows, and so they're willing to accept the subjugation because it doesn't force them to challenge the idea that there's someone out there that knows. Because that's the advantage of having your father as a judge, because he knows. Well, what if he doesn't? What if no one knows any better than you? Well, that's a rough thing. You don't, until you realize that, you're not an adult. That's really technically the point of realization of adulthood, is that no one actually knows what you should do more than you do. I mean, it's a horrible realization, because what the hell do you know? It's a terrible realization, and people will often pick slavery, permanent slavery, to the spirit of the great father, let's say, over that realization, and it's completely understandable. But the problem with it is, is that there's more to you than you think, and so if you continue to hide behind that figure, then you never have a chance to understand that there's more to you than you think, far more to you than you think. So yeah, so, so Colin, what do, you, what do you initially think about that video? Like, what, what does it make you think of and, and stuff like that? <clears throat> yeah, it's so crazy. I was actually just thinking um, about how I wanted to talk about something really similar on the podcast um, about how I believe that it's very important because I was this is a long story. I was going to do a solo episode or whatever last week to just try to get that second episode out. And I was thinking about what I was going to talk about. And um, uh, what I was what I was thinking about talking about was. I think the most beneficial thing that I have done in my life for for growth, uh, for my growth as an individual was to move away from home, whether at first that was just moving out of my parents' house in Wichanar and Alley, but then all the more moving here to Florida was the best thing that I could have done for my, my personal growth because um, I had to take on a lot of responsibility there was nobody that was going to come save me. Mm-hmm. Um, if I wanted to make things work, I, I had to go get it. I had to make it work. And um, I feel like that video kind of echoes that idea of um, the, the longer that you wait on, the, the longer that you allow other people to save you um, and you don't go get it for yourself or you don't go make something of yourself, um, the longer you'll be a child, the longer you'll be a kid, the longer you will uh, stay um, subjected to the world that you are living in. Does that make yeah, sense? A- absolutely. And and I, I second that. And and the reason why 
to, to kind of give a little bit of backstory, the reason why I even had this question or this, uh, the reason why this, this video was so important and impactful for me is because it seems as if like right now my life is colliding in that sense of like, of course, yeah. like I've already known these ideas, but, um, it seems like now, like there are certain decisions that I have to make very shortly that are, um, that are going to cause consequences, like social consequences sure. yeah. that I realized that I can't, it's almost like in my life, I've, I've, I was waiting for someone to tell me that something was okay to make this decision. Yeah. But it's like, I, I realized that this is literally what adulthood is. It's realizing that I am the captain of my own ship. Yeah. And most, most likely, you know, the things that you should do. You know, because everyone has an opinion on the way that you should live your life, but you know the way that you want to. So you have to just accept the consequences with that. And the thing that you said of moving out and moving out to Florida, it's like, yeah, you, you realize that you you're no one is saving you and you're choosing to live the life that Cohen wants to live. You know, yeah. whether I disagree, whether your 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 father disagrees, whatever, whoever you're choosing yeah. actively every single day to live a life that you want to live. And I think that that, I think that is really the, that's when you realize that you're an adult kind of. Yeah. You, you get what I'm yeah. saying? For sure. Um, oh, what was I going to say? Um, oh, I was going to say, I was just having this, uh, this conversation with, um, with Gennaro recently. Um, we were in Tampa and, um, we were talking about the studio that uh, we're talking about the studio that we're getting ready to, that me and Emma are getting ready to, to open and um, what it is that we're doing. And we were talking about that. And Gennaro said, um, it's crazy because when I used to work at the church, um, like um, I think he was saying that there's people who still say like, Oh, how's Cohen doing? Is he really out in Florida or whatever? Or he said that when I, when I actually posted that I was moving, that I was really going to do it. There are so many people that were like blown away and shocked. Like he he's actually going out there. I know he said he was going to do it, but mm -hmm. like he's actually making the decision to really do it. Or I know he said he was going to do like make this business and do photography or shoot video or whatever, but like he's actually quitting his job at the church or like there was people who did a lot of that. Mm -hmm. But I think that's because for most people, they um they need someone else's approval yeah you know, for so you, most people they say one thing and then they wait they're like i want to do this thing but but really deep down they can't because they're scared about what this person's going to say or what that person's going to say or whatever gotcha and and so many people were so surprised that i actually took the step and did it and Gennaro was like i just think that that's so um basically it's just great that that you actually did it so mm -hmm. because everybody says i want to do this i want to do that but they don't go get it for themselves they don't actually go do it understood and um did you kind of the, the way i could be assuming and i don't want to do that because i realize a lot of times even when i try to articulate articulate my ideas i don't even articulate them fully because i assume that the other person understands what i'm getting to the point that i'm trying to get to but so i'm saying this to say um i'm asking you the question of um did you at first kind of take it personally? And now that you realize like, oh, that wasn't a personal attack on Cohen. That's actually a reflection on themselves that people in general just don't do the things that they know they should do or do the things that they say they can do or should do kind of thing. Is that where you 
Is that why it's profound or no? Is that not why? Yeah, I, I really didn't take it too personally at first. And honestly, I didn't know that a lot of people really said that mm. at first. It was, uh, it, it was a surprise to me. I think that it was a surprise to me when Gennaro told me all those things. I, I was just a little confused. Like, why, why would people think that I wouldn't do it if I said I was going to go do it? Yeah, there, there were so many people. I, I guess I was just surprised um, that, that so many people actually thought that way because I just figured if I told them I'm going to move, like I'm moving to Florida, I'm doing this thing. I'm, I'm starting this. I'm going to start doing photo for myself and freelancing and whatever. I just assumed that people would take me seriously. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't know what, why, I don't know what reason that they would have to, to not take me seriously, I guess. Yeah. But I, I now, get now I realize that, that it is, they are, um, projecting their limiting beliefs onto me. Absolutely. And I think that that, and, and like going back to the video, I think that that is like, like, I think I, I just saw this video of, uh, of Kanye West as well. It was like a little montage clip. It was on like, it was an Instagram reel where he says like something about like people's beliefs uh, of themselves is what actually holds them back. Like I'm, I'm summing it up. He said it much more beautiful than that, but um, people's self-belief is what actually holds them back. Not their, not their abilities. And I think that I don't even know why in this clip, it, it says things more about the father and the son, but it's not just about father and son. It's about it's about person in person. Like oftentimes we really do look to a person, like someone that we view as an authority figure or the group, the social group that we're in to give yes. us the okay to do stuff that we know is beneficial for our own lives. Yeah. And I think that if you do that long enough, you're going to miss your chance to actually yeah. better your life. You, you, you know? And, and yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. No. Yeah. I totally agree with you. I'm glad that I know, Peterson uses the uh, father son analogy a lot um, mm-hmm. he, because he also I mean, he uses the word God a lot as well, that God is just the um, the the entity or the thing that you uh, orient your life around mm-hmm. uh, in the same thing that the father son is just like the authoritative figure above you. That's giving you the right and wrong or giving you the the yes or no or that type of thing. And that Mm -hmm. can be for the people listening that could be a father, an actual father. But Mm -hmm. like you said, it could be a group of people like in in my situation. If I would have just said I'm at this job at the church and uh, the people around me are saying that, you know, I don't know if you should actually go do this. It sounds a little scary. It sounds a little this. And I knew that as soon as I said I was going to quit, that there was going to be people that called me and said, don't quit. You have an amazing job here. We need you, blah, 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 all this stuff. Mm -hmm. If it's like, oh, well, they're not giving me the okay. My pastor is not giving me the okay to go do this. Uh, I might as well just stay because he's saying this is better for me. You know, it's like if, if, I wasn't making decisions for myself, then I, uh, then I would have never done that. I would have let that authority figure, um, you know, hold me down. Yeah. Um, but there is like such an interesting, th- there's an interesting caveat in this mm-hmm. for me, because I do want to orient my life around who I believe the creator of the universe is. And I do believe that 
he has a a will and a a purpose and a plan for my life that is in the end a net positive for for my good like mm-hmm. for um it's going to benefit me in the in the long run i do believe that so there's this weird caveat that it's like i i want to be the captain of my own ship but like i also want the map to that i'm looking at to to be a reflection of something that was given to me by my creator you know what i'm saying i get like, you because i don't think that i do think that we can you know blaze the trail on our own and mm-hmm. we can pick which path we go on but to a certain extent there's already a map of of what we want to do mm-hmm. like there there's nothing new under the sun it is a is a verse in the bible um but it's like if you wanted to be a content creator, yeah, you get to blaze that trail for yourself and you get to write your own story and tell that story. But you're going to be following in the footsteps of someone. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, you know, so it's not like, yeah, we are making our decisions on our own, but but we all look up to someone. We all take advice from someone. We all aspire in the direction of of someone else. But that doesn't mean they make the decisions for us. I think that's where the, the real... Um, uh, the real truth is in that statement. Yeah, I think that the, it's the difference between inspiration and um and like permission, kind of. Yeah, it's like you you can, I don't want to use the word copy, but you can emulate and adapt a something to to make your own. But if you that's a that's different than you wanting to do something, and you you thinking that because of social consequence, or. Yeah, mainly the social consequence. Rarely is it, well, I don't want to say rarely, but sometimes there's a threat of violence. That's a different thing. But if it's, you know, but if it's social consequence, if you are trying to look for someone to give you permission for the way that you want to live your life, I think that that's the distinction that I'm trying to make. But I think for you, um, like what you said, oh, this is the question I had when when you were saying that stuff. Do you think that, um, was that a difficult choice to make? Because I know that event, and this is not me personally, I, I don't really believe this, you know this, but um, was it a difficult choice to make for you, specifically Cohen, to go from wanting to be the captain of your ship, your own ship, but you know that, I don't know, in this analogy, that God has given you the map, so you had to distance yourself from the church first? Was that a difficult kind of moral, like, balancing? You you get what I'm trying to get to? Like, of... the. I didn't feel like I was letting God down by okay. by leaving the church and That's going what I'm out on my to. own. Okay. Yeah. No, I didn't feel like I was letting God down at all. I, I knew that that at least the way throughout my entire life that I have m- moved um, in terms of uh, wanting to to follow the path that God has set out for me is I just look for open doors and walk through open doors, and if I'm walking mm-hmm. close with the Lord. I believe that he's going to uh, to close the doors that need to be closed and open the doors that need to be open. And I believe that there was a there was an open door in moving to Florida. And obviously it was a God thing. Looking back, I'm married to the girl that I moved out here to be with. Like Mm -hmm. she's my wife now. You know what I'm saying? This random girl that I met on TikTok, I found the person that I'm going to spend the rest of my life with. That's going to be the mother to my children. And it's like, it was obviously a God thing looking back. Um, was it weird to uh, the, the worst thing was that for, for most of my life, from the time that I was in junior high, I said that I wanted to work 
at uh, the church that I ended up working at mm-hmm. from the time I was in junior high. I was going to make it happen. I got close with the right people. I made the right friendships. I, I did everything I was supposed to do. And then when you get to a certain point where you're, you know, in the hunt for the job, I've always said that at that specific church, you have to get kicked through the gutter for years. And then whoever makes it longest in the gutter, they pick up and then you get hired. And it's like, I did it all and got hired. And that's what I always wanted. And then it just didn't turn out to be what I, what I thought it would be. Gotcha. And that was a hard realization for myself to, to work for something for so long and then have to realize like, oh, this isn't what I actually wanted and, and leave. That was actually the worst part. I got you. Oh, okay. I, I actually didn't know that. I've never, me and you have never had this conversation before. I, I didn't know yeah. that. Um, hmm. That's a very interesting thing. Um, so did you, how did you deal with that? Did you just not think about it or did you, how did you, yeah. how did you deal with that? Did you pray more um, or what happened? No, it, it honestly for, um, over the course of, um, probably a year and a half, I was, I would def, I was definitely distant. Like it really, uh, messed up my relationship with God mm. for, for, I mean, still to this day, it's like my relationship with God is very different than it was before I worked at the church. Um, oh, well. and I think it's because I worked there that my relationship with God is so much different. Um, just because I, there was just a lot of bad stuff that went <laughs> down. Like there's just a okay. lot of harmful things for myself and, um, my, the work environment, the people that I was working directly with, um, I didn't have a great relationship with. We just didn't work well as coworkers. Understood. Um, great person, amazing friend. Um, but, uh, we just didn't work well as coworkers and that hurt me a little bit. And, uh, some other things that, you know, happened behind the scenes hurt me. Mm. And, um, yeah, it, that was just, it definitely messed up my relationship with God, but it didn't mess up my relationship with any of the people that I love that are my friends. I got you. Um, but yeah, it was definitely, it was very difficult to, to walk through, uh, leaving. Um, and I think that it's true for a lot of people who are, who work in churches, um, that, just to, to circle back to this idea of there being mm-hmm. an authority figure and waiting for their approval. Um, there can be a lot of coercion, um, to stay in a church because you are, I'm putting up quotation marks doing God's work mm-hmm. and, um, the people above you who are, who are in charge of you, who are your boss, who are, because it's a business, obviously it has to be. Um, but the people who are above you can use that as like, we have this mission and this purpose and you guys should stay and put mm-hmm. up with all of the bad leadership. Yeah. Um, so there's definitely some coercion in the, in the authority for a lot of churches. And that's why a lot of people don't leave and, and follow gotcha. th- what they want to do and their own dreams and their own goals and aspirations is because of that authority figure using that coercion to keep them there. I got you. Yeah. And Which I that? just want to say one more thing for you to, for you to jump onto. Um, th- that's what we're talking about though. It, exactly mm-hmm. here is this idea that even though the authority figure is using coercion, if, if we are under them and we stay in on this thing and they're coercing us to stay there because of whatever you being just an employee under them and them being your boss and them telling you what to do, there's a sense of comfort in that because you don't go down with the ship. 
Mm-hmm. Like, like it's not actually on you. If stuff fails, like it wasn't about you. It's about the authority. Now they gave you the yes. There's some, there's like so much comfort in knowing that, that the, deci- the failure of this yeah. isn't on you. It's a distance you know, that's from the, the responsibility. I got you. Yes, exactly. Yeah. But, but I think that, um, yeah, that, that's really what we're talking about. And I think that of course, like I, I want to preface this one more time, but of course that there's risk of physical consequence. That's a completely different. Absolutely. You know, because that, those things do happen as well. But if it's a social consequence, I think that, um, I, I think that what has helped me and what's kind of helping me right now, because as I go, I'm, I'm not, I'm being very vague on purpose, but, sure. um, there's a social, there's going to be a social consequence to the, this, the decision that I make very shortly in like in my family. And it just goes back to, I think now I'm trying to like be more practical and give advice to people who maybe have to make a hard decision that they know is going to cause yeah. consequence. I just think, cause this is what I'm telling myself. And I think this is what has kind of really worked is you, you have to, um, and I think this is what, uh, Jordan Peterson was kind of alluding to as well, is that you have to be Oftentimes we know the person that we want to be and what's best for us. I think it takes time for the people around us to to see that and accept that. You understand what I'm saying? And and every 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 decision that you make like reconfirms the person that you are, the person that you want to be. Every single thing I do. So if I wake up early, I'm the type of person who wakes up early. If I wake up early and waste a bunch of time, I'm just a time waster. But if I wake up early and get be productive, I'm a person who's driven and et cetera, et cetera. This goes on forever. But so I think a lot of times the social consequence stuff is when you're trying to when you're trying to change your identity, the way that you view yourself, oftentimes the lag between the the decisions that you're making for yourself and the way that people view you, there's a lag there. So when you made the decision to go from the church to um from the church to Florida, what that shows is that when you actually went and people were surprised, it shows that, well, at least this is my, the way that I conceptualize things. I don't want to be wrong. I don't want to make an assumption again, but what this shows is that the people around you didn't think you were serious. You understand? But you knew, but there was that lag. There was that buffer between when they actually realized like, Oh, he's really about the stuff that he says he's doing. Yeah. And I think that when you make those decisions for yourself, you just have to understand that a social consequence is not, it's not worth you not being who you truly want to be. Yes. When, when you weigh both of them on a, on a weight scale, you being the person that you tr- genuinely want to be in this life is greater than a little bit of social consequence for a short yes. period. You, you understand? I, I heard um, a, a, an amazing question yesterday and the question was how do we forgive ourselves for all of the things that we did not become wow and i believe that that is the definition of regret regret Mm -hmm. is the inability to forgive yourself for all of the things that you did not become well but i think that it's truly impossible i don't think that it's possible to forgive yourself for the things that you did did not become i believe that the only way to to not have to to do that in the future and live with that is to be the person you want to be 
is to start now yeah. because it's impossible. And if you realize that, that I can't ever be able to forgive myself for not becoming these things, mm-hmm. then you realize that that pain is so much deeper than the social consequences that you may face right now or the friendships that you may lose yep. or the family members that you may upset or, or the money that you might lose or, mm-hmm. or so many things. Yep. It, it's so much the pain of not being able to forgive yourself is so much greater. Um, and I think that the moment that you realize that is the moment that you can move forward. Um, because, because like whether it's a good thing or bad thing, fear is a great motivator. Of course. Fear is a very good motivator. And, um, and if you just need to find something that you're more afraid of than uh, losing your friendships to push you forward, then, then let it be regret. Uh, Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, the the one quote that I know is uh, regret is when the person that you it's like something like when the person that you could have been meets the person that you are. That's what yeah. regret is. And also that what what you this is not the same exact thing, but what you said kind of makes me think of the fact that um, like people run these thought experiments. They ask someone, okay, they say, okay, if Cohen, if I I don't have five million dollars, obviously, but if I gave you a million dollars, would it make you happy? Yes, it would. Yes. But if I said, okay, um, I'll give you this million dollars today, but that means you're gonna have to pass away tomorrow. Your answer changes to no, I don't want the money. Obviously. So even if when, so my point in saying that, even though that's a little bit different is that there are things that have more value than the things that we find valuable. And I think, I think that being true to yourself is the most valuable thing. If, it, you, you you get what I'm saying? Being true to yeah. who you are, because that's all that you have in your life, really. You have memories yeah. and, and that stuff, but you and live with yourself every day, every moment. That That's what I was going to say. Exactly that. Is the person in this life that you will spend the most time with is yourself. It's your mind. It's your thoughts. Like you don't talk to anyone as much as you talk to yourself. Exactly. And uh, a, a lot of people can't sit alone with themselves. They, we have to, and I'm speaking even for myself. Yep. Me too. Yeah. There there's, we drown it out by getting on social media and scrolling through TikTok, and because we can't just be alone, you know, even we, we have to listen to music to, to be outside of ourselves because if we get, if we start thinking about what am I really as a, as a human being, as a man, it's like, you know, that you're failing. So like oftentimes, you know, mm-hmm. And, um, absolutely. Yeah. It's, it's very difficult to be alone with yourself. Yes. Um, so, so, so that this doesn't go too long, I'm going to give some, some practical advice and then okay. we're going to wrap it up. Cause we're, 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 I don't want to just make this an hour, two hours. Before. Sure. Even though we're not close to an hour, but I know we can go there. So I want to, yeah, this. Let's do so, it. um, so if, if people are in a situation where they are, they have to make a, a difficult decision again, and the, the consequence is a social consequence. Um, what I'm personally doing right now is that I'm using, like I remember a few episodes ago, I talked about CBT, uh, cognitive behavioral therapy. It's like whatever, blah, blah, blah. You basically write the stuff that you that you want to do. You 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 process your emotions the way that they make you feel, your thoughts about them, et cetera, and it, and it goes in a circle. Um, I think that what people should do is, um, if they're in this situation, is, is write about, the things that that they want to do and the things that the way that those thoughts and 
feelings can make them feel potentially. Okay, well, let me see. Okay, I'm on, we're back in it. Go ahead. We're back in it. Okay, I think that people should write about those things. And I think that, um, I think that you just have to realize that um, your life is much more important. The person that you view yourself as is much more important than the way that people view you. And um, yeah, and you you want to be happy with that person because that's that's who you spend the most time with. Um, yeah, that that's that's my that's that's what I get. Yeah, I had a bigger I, I point, but that, I can't remember it. That I think that that's great practical advice for people. I also think that it shouldn't be overshadowed that um that advice from wise counsel um is a good thing like it's not a bad thing to to listen to people who you know are wise around you people that you love that you know love you that's not a bad thing but at the very end of the day uh, they don't make the decision for you um when you pull the trigger, when you choose to move forward, that was your decision and you need to have, you need to own up to it. You need to have, you need to take 100% personal responsibility for the decisions that you make. Um, but I do think that seeking out wise counsel is a good thing. If you're getting ready to move forward with a, uh, with a decision, like when I was moving to Florida, the people that that um that i looked up to that i knew were wise that i trust their advice every one of them said this is a good thing even my mom Mm -hmm. when she said i don't want you to go but i do think that you should do what you want to do it's like well i want to move to florida she said well then you need to go to florida it's like she doesn't want me to move Mm -hmm. away from home you know what i'm saying so i do think that that seeking out people who love you, who you know care about you, and getting and and taking their advice is a good thing. Um, but like I said before, not not to just be long-winded and keep saying the same thing over. You have to be mm-hmm. responsible for your own decisions. You cannot say at the end of the day, "Yes, my my buddy told me to move, and now it all blew up. It's just all blew up in my face. So it's his fault." It's like no, that's not true. Got you. And just so, w- one more thing is that to yeah. piggyback off of what you're saying, um, also what has also helped me is to take advice from the people that, although they may be, they may be, I'm putting quotes up better than you or, but basically what I'm trying to say is people who, who may have authority over you, but people that you respect, take yeah. advice from those people, people that you want to be like, take advice from those people, not from people that that you, I don't want to say you don't respect, but people that you don't have that same affinity towards, that same respect for, basically. Take advice from the people that you would want to be like because they're yeah. telling you for personal experience. You, you understand? Yeah. I think that's also yep. very important, but that that's it. That's all I have. Thank you so much for listening. Um, we, we love making these episodes and uh, we are going to, we're going to continue to do it. So we love you guys. Christian, you got anything to say? Yeah. Yes. All right. We love you guys. Thank you for listening to uh to the Press Break podcast. Later.